Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Warrior Talk. This is Sean. And this is Matt. We are coming from my newly renovated basement. And Actually. by renovated, we mean there's a couch <laughs> and a TV, so, so it's, we're in your man cave. It's it's turning into a man cave. I'm okay with that. I'm pretty excited about it. So I'm I'll, stoked about it. I saw the TV down here. I saw the, the TV trays and totes as like end tables. It's, yeah. it's awesome. So I broke it in last night by watching Iron Man 2, which we'll get to that later on, so we won't jump the gun on the uh, hashtag road to infinity. Infinity War, yes. I'm super Road to Infinity to sounds kind of Toy Story-ish. It's Road to Infinity War. That's, oh. that's the title of the oh, movie. I, I didn't see War at the yeah, end so of Infinity War. Road to Infinity War. Okay. I'm pretty stoked about it. Okay. Uh, hey, lots of awesome things happening in Warrior Nation. Um, we got tons of scores, especially for the swimming teams and the wrestling teams, so we're excited. Let's just jump straight in. Uh Basketball kind of had a an easy. Yeah, we took we took a back seat to basically everyone this week with uh, the uh, obviously school getting canceled on yep. Friday. The basketball games got canceled as well. But the JV teams, uh, both boys and girls, played on Thursday nights. Uh, they hosted North Montgomery conference game. Uh, both both teams able to get good wins uh, at home. Uh, so it, we were hoping. And it still is, is to set that tone for the the varsity games as right. well. Right. So those were good wins, and then uh, our freshmen, uh, my freshman, your freshman, uh, yeah, my freshman, were able to get a good win on the road at South Montgomery. Yeah. So that that's always good. Uh, it's big. I mean, it's big. I mean, yeah. win win those conference games. Uh, I I love. There's a <laughs> there's a quote uh, that Dan Dockage uses all the time. The three, hey, the three best days in a coach's life are getting married. Uh, birth of birth of a child and road wins. Yeah. So, the, it, it, put them in whatever order you would like. But those so getting road wins, especially against conference teams, those are always really really good. Yeah. So I was really happy. I've with got to admit Denver. that when I get in the car, I'm ultra disappointed that we don't get any of the national ESPN correct broadcasts anymore. Um, but I listen to Dockage just in the same fashion that I watched The Bachelor. <laughs> There's a train wreck coming, and I want to either hear it or see it. Yeah, I I, I get that. There, Dockage is he is a love or hate guy. Yeah. There's no gray area with him. But honestly, on the radio, I love him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually starting to come around on him as an analyst as well. He's getting better. Do you and, love him because he's IU? No. Well, part of it. I'm not gonna lie there. Part of it's because he's an IU guy, but he's kind of like me in the sense like he's. He's harder on IU. Like, yeah, 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 He will yeah, criticize yeah, yeah. IU harder because, and he he, and this is the same way I am with Danville basketball. He it's very personal to him. Yeah. Because he played there. He I mean he played at a high level there. He understands what kind of you know work ethic and stuff right. that goes into being an Indiana basketball player. So and he's not afraid to call anybody out on it. So no, you're right, and and that's probably why most IU fans don't like him is because. I love him as an IU fan for that. Yeah, I don't. I think you and I have had this conversation before. Um, other than week number two in the podcast, I don't think we've had to go back and uh, edit anything really because we've done a great job of just keeping focus and right. keeping the conversation going. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm amazed each and every week that we go over 20 minutes. 
And so uh, kudos to anybody that listens beyond 20 minutes. But I wonder if we could have a radio show. Like, I wonder, what does that take? I mean, I know, like, we're doing once a week. Right. And so it's a lot different. Um, so I, I, I try with that in mind to not blast dockage too much and there's times where i just want to jump all over twitter and go what a moron well and i have a lot of respect for those radio guys that do do a show by themselves yes because they're not they're trying to carry on a conversation with no one well but i mean dockage though talks to kyle yes he talks to the listeners and i think that's becoming a lot more popular now is like the producers and guys behind the glass are getting on the air from time to time and stuff like that but those guys that don't have that second person just to bounce a lot of ideas and right. thoughts off of, the, right. I, those guys have a lot of respect. And, you know, for, on a daily basis that you got to come up with content. Yep. And like you said, we're doing it once a week, so we have a week's worth of right. content to kind of sort through and pick and choose and what right. we're going to go through. Those guys got to do it every day. Right, right. So, and they've got to do it through the kind of the desert stretches of – Summer when yes. it's like Lord, it please let something stupid happen in the NBA, the <laughs> NFL. Um, anyways, sorry, rabbit trail with dockage. That's all right. It happens. Girls basketball looks like the varsity uh, was off. I, yep. I'm assuming that game was canceled as well. Yep. But the JV was able still to get that win on Saturday against North Montgomery, doing exactly what Matt was talking about, trying to set this kind of set the tone. For the varsity girls, um, whenever they get that makeup, and game. those get ga- yeah, those games have been rescheduled. I don't have the dates right here in front of me, but uh, check the uh, Twitter feed yep. or the uh, the online schedule. I'm sure it's been updated, but those games have been rescheduled. I believe the girls will play on a Saturday varsity only, and then the boys will play on a Tuesday in February varsity only. So yep, check it out. Check it out. Make sure you get those on your calendar. Moving on, uh, boys and girls swim teams had matches against Tri-West. Both were able to come out victorious on that. It doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. Any win against Tri-West is a good it's win. It's a very good win. Uh, then uh, we're going straight in. There was a lot of conference stuff going on this weekend with the swim teams and the wrestling team. Dylan Porter broke his own record. Uh, I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure that was against Tri-West. Uh, don't necessarily quote me on that. Uh, but he is also a a conference champion. Yeah. I mean, he's on a tear recently. I think, I mean, just by the results, it seems like he's hitting his stride going into the end of their season. Yeah. You always want to do that. I always want to keep improving, keep improving, keep improving. And it seems like he's at a point in the season where he's just kind of, you know, just letting it go and, you know, the results speak for themselves. So, you know, congratulations to Dylan on that. Also, uh, in the girls' swim team uh, for the conference uh, for the conference tournament, Aubrey D'Atley got a championship in the 100-meter backstroke. Congrats on that. Absolutely. And then uh, if you, there was a lot of good placements for the swim team that are located on the uh, Danville Athletics Twitter feed. So please go... Check out that. Uh, kudos to the athletic department for really keeping that up to date. If you don't know what that uh, handle is, it's at DCHS Warriors. Uh, so go give them a go give them a look. And then you know, obviously both teams w- would have liked more conference champions uh, individually, but as a team, they did an amazing job. Both the boys and girls teams finished 
runner-up at conference, so second out of eight teams. That, that's awesome to see. Yep. Uh, just shows kind of the uh, the, the depth of... Uh, right. of both teams, right. you know, being able to place, you know, the seconds and the thirds and the fourths, getting those, you know, crucial points for well, I think their overall the record for the season has yeah. been pretty standout. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to maybe even sit down with a couple of the swim coaches and just ask them, like, you know, is this kind of what you're expecting coming into the season? Um, I'm pretty sure the boys' swim coach is uh, Miss Abby Toole, and this is her second year around, um, so you know I'm curious like what her expectations are. It'd be great. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. And then obviously our our uh, principal, uh, yep. Doctor Hamann, Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor, Doctor, Mister, uh, is helping out as well. He he has a swim background with Danville as well. He used to be the head coach back when I was uh, still in school. So it's good to see him back out there helping the team as well. All right. Also, uh, this weekend with conference tournaments, wrestling was going on, and we have uh, we, we have three three champions to be able. Well, first before the the tournament happened, they had a match against Arlington and Northwest, and came out victorious and against both of those schools. So good job, wrestlers. And then <laughs> uh, moving into the champions, Logan Bow at 120 pounds is a champion. And Chandler Schubert at 160 pounds was a champion, and Trisden Carson at 170 pounds was a champion. Yeah, that, that's great to see. I know the wrestling team probably hasn't had the season uh, as a team that they've been looking for, so it, it's good to see uh, these individuals uh, stepping up and you know putting out their you know best foot forward yep. and stuff like that. I know as a team they finished 6th, you know, obviously not where they wanted, right. but you know to have three conference champions is you know that's a big deal. That's a good confidence booster right. heading towards sectional time and wrestling like and swimming are one of those they're they're just they're a unique sport in that you have these individual accolades but you also want to compete well as a team um did you wrestle at all when you were middle school or high school? Uh, middle school, I did wrestle, sixth, uh, seventh, and eighth grade. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, it just it was one of those sports that interfered with ba- uh, right. basketball once you got into high school. So right. it was one of those I had to give up. But you know, I, I have all the credit in the world to those wrestlers that yes, you know that two minutes you're out on the mat, you're going as hard as you can. You yeah. get worn. Yeah. I, I can't stress to people enough how much of a workout that is yep. and how much, you know, some of these guys have to cut weight right. constantly. Right. It's not easy, you know, making their weight classes and stuff like that. So, right. you know, kudos to every wrestler. Yeah, I wrestled as well in middle school and my freshman year of high school. And it is. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. And it is it is a true individual <laughs> exhausting sport yeah that and i'll I'll even go as far as saying swimming is the same way right like swimming i i truly believe it is the best workout like if you're just you know (laughs) like just looking for a good workout right swimming is one of the best things you can do and you know swimmers and wrestlers it's like it's an odd sensation when you're sweating in a pool yeah (laughs) and you're like what's going on like i can tell that this is not pool water so yeah i mean i hopefully you know, all these teams swimming in wrestling are hitting their stride going, you know, tail end of the seasons. Yep. Uh, like you said, it's one of those, like, you just want to be at your best come sectional time. Yep. Uh, that way you can move on and, you know, you know, do some, do some damage there yep. in the tournament. 
All right, turning our uh, attention to the schedule ahead, we have uh, going on as we're speaking, uh, boys and girls swim and dive against Plainfield at Plainfield. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get a result for you uh, maybe even before we're done recording this podcast. Then on Wednesday night, uh, boys freshman team is going to be traveling to uh, Speedway to take on the Speedway Cadets at 6 p.m. Spark plugs. Spark plugs, dang it. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Dude, I felt like it. Yeah, I don't even know what I've. I don't know. Dude, it's I just totally, I totally That's okay. failed. I totally failed. We'll forget that it, that ever happened. Honestly, I yeah, no one's gonna hear that anyways. I uh, <laughs> I was thinking cadets, and cadets is what came out. That's so fine. No shock here. But yeah, we're looking forward to that game. Uh, always. Do you play of, Speedway every year? Yes, we do. Um, it's one of those those games. Uh, it's it's a little different outside the norm yeah. for because these kids in middle school they don't. They don't play Speedway in middle school, so you know it's good to play teams that you're not familiar at, with. Yes, not familiar with different styles and stuff yeah. like that. So it'll be a lot of fun. Wow, looking uh, at Thursday, you have back-to-back games. Yes. So you have a game at home against Western Boone at 6 p.m. Yep. And then boys and girls swimming will uh, resume their uh, matches against Lafayette Central Catholic. Those are at home at 6 p.m., as well, and then uh, wrestling will be traveling to Greencastle. So, if you want to make the drive out that way and support the wrestlers, that begins at 6 30 p.m. Again, I know I ask this question every time. Uh, are you in the auxiliary gym? I would assume. Uh, I, that would be my best bet. I would, I, I'm pretty sure the uh, varsity teams would be practicing in the main yeah. gym this time around. Okay. With the the game, especially being, with a game coming up on yeah. Friday. So speaking of heading into Friday, uh, the boys we got a quadruple header uh, over at Western Boone uh, at six o'clock. The boys JV and the girls varsity will be playing. The girls varsity obviously will be in the main gym. Yep. At six o'clock, and the boys vars- boys JV will be in the auxiliary gym yep. over at Western Boone. Yep. With the girls JV to follow in the auxiliary gym and the boys varsity to follow in the main gym. So uh, a lot of basketball going on. If it if it's anything like the last couple of times we've gone over to Western Boone, it's probably going to snow and the roads are probably going to be bad. And just well, be careful <laughs> when traveling. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've looked at the forecast and sunny and 39, big heat wave. Ooh, big heat wave heat coming wave. this way on Friday. So unless you just jinxed it or I just jinxed it. It's, it's possible because two years ago, was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago when we were over at Western Boone. I had to drive separately. Uh, for some reason, yep. I had my, uh, that wasn't two years ago, it was probably four years ago, but either okay. way, I had my Jimmy, which was great in the snow, Yeah, I had to drive Coach Barber back, he wanted to ride with me, because the roads were so bad, it was snowing bad, the yep. roads were awful, so it, it tends to not to be gr- the greatest he of weather. He just wanted a little mat time. Uh, I'm sure he, he probably just wanted <laughs> to vent a little bit as well, well. but either way. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, fr- uh, Saturday, we have another jam-packed action-filled yes. day. Uh, 9 a.m., girls JV heads to Tri-West for an invite. Uh, go support the Lady Warriors there. And then 8 a.m. in the morning, boys and girls swimming has a Mooresville uh, invite. So please go do that. Hopefully you're not hearing my dog barking <laughs> and he'll just shut up. Uh, and then... 
boys basketball against Beach Grove yep. is uh, on Saturday evening. Uh, freshmen start at 6 p.m. Boys JV will be at 6 p.m. So I imagine that the freshmen will be in the auxiliary. Yep. JV will be in the main gym. And then at 7.30, everybody will come back together to watch the varsity take on Beach Grove. Is that it? Is that a sectional game for us? It, yes, sectional opponent. Uh, both teams, as of as of right now, are currently ranked in the top ten in three A. So this this is a big game. Yeah. This is kind of a uh, litmus test, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Probably for both teams. Beach Grove always plays a tough schedule. Um, uh, and that'll be always... tough coming off a night against Weibo, where yeah, I mean, on a back conference. I mean, like you're going from a conference game that you need to win, right? Because any loss in conference can jeopardize winning this, the conference championship to then wanting to have your best showing against a sectional opponent. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those where, like, you don't want to show too much. That. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, that. At the same time, you want to make sure your guys are playing hard, ready to go. Right. Uh, like you said, coming off a back-to-back. Uh, I'm sorry, coming off the... Yeah. No, you're right. On the Friday, you know. Yeah. It could be... I don't want to say it's a struggle, but it, it, it's a test mentally more yeah. than it is anything yeah uh make sure the guys are focused in but I, I think we've had some good practices um i think they'll be ready to go i think they'll be itching for it because they haven't we haven't played a game in almost two weeks now right so i think the guys will be itching to right. get back on right. the floor right a lot more practice than that what they want to be doing <laughs> yep uh awesome well hey we're really glad uh thank you again to danville athletic twitter feed on uh, that department for posting especially the wrestling scores we you know, we just we want to highlight everybody and uh, really celebrate with everybody what they're doing you can also go onto the twitter feed and be able to see what some of the other individual wrestlers were able to do with uh with placing in the top five we have three of them so go ahead and check all of that out as well and keep uh keep up to date on all you know danville athletic news through our twitter feed so yeah uh we're gonna jump out of the danville realm and we're gonna go to the nfl playoffs where yes my philadelphia eagles yes pulled it out on saturday yeah first off it was a crazy weekend of playoff football yeah in general yes uh all they the, started uh, off with the eagles and falcons right and it was just one of the like I, I was an absolute nervous wreck. You should have been. The, I mean, the it Eagles was, it, it almost much, did everything they could to give the game away. Yeah, and I heard some people say the Falcons gave it away and all this stuff. No, I'm sorry. They held the Falcons to ten points. Yep. All ten of those points came off the two turnovers the Eagles did have. Yep. Honestly, the Falcons offensively couldn't do squat. Right. The entire game. Right. It was just a matter of the Philadelphia offense, which we knew was going to struggle without Carson Wentz. We right. got that. Right. They they could have if they would have scored a touchdown instead of kicked that field goal at the end, yeah, uh, to put them up five. You know, you make that a two possession game, and right. then it's almost right. completely sealed. But yeah, those last five minutes. Well, Nick Foles did not have like a stellar lights out game. No, but he did not have. A throw the game away kind of. No, game. he did not. He had the r- one really bad pass at the very beginning of the game, but that they're trying to throw it deep into yep. the wind. The ball just kind of sailed, and everything like. Other than that, I thought he played pretty well. Yeah. To be To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the trade to get Jay Ajayi proved in that moment, like that game, to be like this was worth everything that they did. I honestly don't even remember who they gave up to get him. 
Uh, I can't even remember that. I think it was just draft picks. Uh, yeah, I felt like it was a steal. And, and again, it just showed that it was that good of a trade to have fresh legs, young legs, to be able to run the ball, especially when it's cold in Philly. That wind sucked. I oh, mean, like, it was watching, unbelievable. Watching some of those kicks were crazy. But then it, it was just, like I said, those last five minutes, I was literally standing up probably like, five feet away from my television. (laughs) I'm pacing back and forth on every play. My dog jumped up on the the coffee table and was pacing back and forth with me. (laughs) Like, I mean, it was funny. I can sit here and laugh about it because they won (laughs) and everything like that. But it it was. It was nerve-wracking. I mean, I had every single... I I was... First playoff win since when? uh, Honestly, I couldn't even remember. Uh, oof. I mean, we're talking. It's been a minute. McNabb, definitely. Might have, no, um, I think Vic, Nick Foles. Maybe? Nick Foles got one. Didn't no, he? he got him there, but I don't think they won. Hey. I don't think they won that okay. game. But either way, is still like, not quite the drought. No, Cincinnati is feeling. I'm sorry. Anyways, anyways, dude, I I was an honorary Eagles fan. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, the onus is on you to take your stinking Eagles cup. It is right oh, by the front car. door, out of here. Okay. I've, so it's, it's in the house. It's in the house. It's okay. by the front door. Got it. You've got to take it. If you right. don't, it's becoming mine because I've tried and tried to get rid of it. Not I think be, I think it should stay with you until at least fair. the playoff. You know, be, uh, I actually want to invite you over to watch the games on Sunday. I know. I won't. It, I won't. It, it, I, know be at my house. I know you won't. I know you won't. I know yeah. you won't. That's I, fair. I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's fair. Are you going to be okay with me watching the game in the basement even though I watch the game on the couch in my living room? I'm okay with what you do. All right. I'm cool with that. All right. All right. I personally, I'm going to yeah. be, I I might be in the exact same Would you gear. come over for the AFC game first? Maybe. We'll All see right. how that goes. All right. That's fine. Dude, I respect it. I respect like, it. When the I'm Buckeyes, just, I, we've talked about this before yes, on the podcast. Superstition. Pod. Yeah. When the Buckeyes won the championship, I wore the same pajama pants and jersey every game. I understand. I, I respect I mean, it. Jess was wearing my Zubaz. Yep. The dog had her jersey <laughs> on. Yes, my dog has her own Philadelphia Eagles yes, jersey. I freaking love customized it. Customized with Hoosier on oh the back. Oh, my gosh. Number 12. Where do you find this? Because my dog is going to need something. Yes, your dog needs either an Ohio State jersey or, oh, you know, Bengals, Bengals yep. one. Yep. I think I got it on the NFL store. I, so I love it. It's awesome. I love I, it. I was, it was actually the first purchase I made when we got our dog. I'm pretty sure. I believe you. I'm pretty sure that Saturday was the first time I've ever rooted for the Eagles. And it won't be the last. It won't be the last. Because I'm going to root for them against the Vikings. uh, Like, I don't think anybody really... Like, so, when the Eagles made the Super Bowl back in, like, what was that, 2000... I don't remember. I think it was three. Yeah, I don't remember. 2003 or 2004. Like, I I was pumped. I was in high school. I really didn't... They were playing the Patriots that year. Maybe I'd root it for that. That was when T.O. was with the Eagles. Eh, I don't know. That would have been a tough night. So, and, I don't know if the Patriots. And they for played the with them. Like, I don't, I don't think it was hatred. ever. They played with them. Yeah. T.O. had a huge game. But that I was super pumped for that. I realized the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. They've won NFL championships. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So, it's ever since the Super Bowl has been. I don't feel bad been, for you. Yeah. Right so, now. it's like, I, I'm like the Cubs of the NFL. Bro. Bro? Am I? 
I mean, the Bengals have not won a Super Bowl. They've won a su- they've won a Super Bowl. No, they have they? not. They've never won. They a have Super never Bowl. won a Super Bowl. They went to two Super Bowls, 82, and- 89, played against Joe Montana both mm. times, and he beat them both times. Brutal. Brutal. Last playoff game, nineteen ninety, with a win, with a win. Okay, fair. Enough. All right. But we're in a division where like. We're in a division where Super Bowls are like a must. I'm okay. in with the Cowboys who've won like five okay. Okay. or six. I talk and I hate saying it. The Steelers. They've won a lot. Ravens. Two. But they're kind of this created this monster of that's, like expectation. I mean, that's fair. And Browns. All right. Okay. We got Browns. We got Browns. All right. Two wins. Lowly Bengals have right. nothing on the Browns right now. No. No. They no. just went 0 and 16. What other what what NFL franchise could also claim Cubs status? What NFL franchise? Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. The Eagles are up there just because they've never won won the Super Bowl. So I would go Eagles, Bengals, Browns. Browns. I feel like they've no, they may have not won a Super Bowl either. I'm gonna. Look I know it up. we have these computers in our pockets. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. And we're trying to think of this, but I'm in there with the Redskins who won a lot in the early 90s. Uh, or late 80s, early 90s, the Giants who have recent and past success, the Cowboys who have, you know, past success. It's like, so we teams, are the, we teams are the last with time. no Super Bowl win, Cardinals, Lions. Lions are very cubbish. Y- yeah. There are no in 16. Eagles. Eagles. Titans. Chargers. Browns. Uh. Maybe I'm reading this wrong. What teams have never won? 13 teams. Wow, that's a lot more than I thought. That's crazy to me. Jaguars. Expansion I mean, team. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Texans. I agree. I, I get Panthers it. Panthers are going to be on there. Panthers have never won it. Uh, They've been there. Whoa. Falcons. So they've been there a couple times. I remember Dirty Bird, Molly Anderson. I do remember and, Dirty Bird. Uh, anyways, so I I don't feel as bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. For you. But no, the NFL playoffs were great this weekend. The only game that was really never in doubt was the Patriots-Titans game, which I feel like... There might have been a twinge... At the very like, beginning of the game. Of yeah. like excitement. And I even remember going like, all right, they came back and scored. They came back and scored. And I watched the next drive to see what the Titans did. And they didn't do anything. That was before halftime. I was like, that's over. Yeah. There's no hope. And then Sunday was the crazy, crazy day. Sunday was crazy. I had a meeting after work on Sunday. And I was like, I sent somebody a text like, hey. Because I didn't, <laughs> I was trying to, I was, I was not looking at ESPN app because I recorded the Liverpool game, which Liverpool is soccer for those of you that have no clue. <laughs> Uh, someday we'll talk about soccer, uh, but not today and, uh, professional soccer that is. Um, so I sent somebody a note said, Hey, what's the score? And they told me Jags were winning 21, nothing. And I was like about through my phone, like in excitement. <laughs> uh, I'm shocked. I, I'm not I think shocked, I, but I'm shocked. The final score. I don't think it was indicative of how much how bad the Jaguars really dominated that game. Yeah. Now, gives all the credit in the world to the Steelers. They were down twenty one twice. Yep. And came back, you know, to make it close. But 
man, to do what the Jags did to that to that team is impressive. Yeah. That's why I give them a fighting chance against the Patriots. I I would agree. Let's right. hold off. Let's hold off. I I'm fine. I would I would like to talk more about it. Okay. I'm agreeing with you. I even put that question on uh, our Facebook page I did see that. and got we got a couple of responses, but then the Vikings and the Saints. That is the craziest ending to any game, it, let alone a football game that I've ever seen. So we so my family we left at the very beginning of that game to pick up the couches that we're sitting on. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta get back because I just wanna watch the playoffs. And so my kids are running around screaming, and I'm like yelling at them, like, I freaking want to watch the playoffs. <laughs> and then uh, we finally, I send them downstairs so they can watch something stupid on the TV down here. And I'm sitting uh, in my living room, and I'm just like, what? What's happening? Because it was the awesomest two minutes. I mean, like, I was pulling for a breeze. Yes, I, I actually was I pulling for I don't have this, like, Purdue breeze love. But I just feel like Breeze is a good guy, like one of the good guys. Yeah. And I just, I want to root for him. And it, it was one of those, like, as an Eagles fan, like, yeah, yeah, from yeah, an yeah. Eagles standpoint, I actually wanted the Vikings to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would Like, agree I felt you. like they just match up better. I would agree with you. But just as a fan, I was kind of like, I was just, I, I was pulling for the Saints because the Saints were kind of, they're just fun to watch. Like you said, Drew Breeze. It could have been a fun Super Bowl. I went to Purdue, so yeah. I had I had that little bit of a tie. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, you know, my my kindred to you, Eagles in the Super Bowl would be great. Uh, but I think a, a more enjoyable Super Bowl could have been the Saints and the Pats. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just from an offensive standpoint. But anyways, uh, let me ask you this. I have a hypothesis on why this guy, uh, Marvin Williams, Williams something, anyways, why he missed everything. I'm interested to hear your hypothesis. I think that he, you know, all of this is taking place super high speeds. I think that he saw this transpiring and went, I don't want to hit a defenseless receiver. I think he was coming so fast and then his process was going, I don't want to hit him. I can't get to the ball. And so I think he just, or he had a seizure. I don't know. But like my, like, like my thing is like, you should be going through these scenarios in your head before the snap even happens. Yeah, I get it. Like he's a rookie, but he is a professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. He's a rookie. It is. He's not. Twenty seconds left. Game. Humongous game. Humongous platform. I mean, you feel the energy in the building going. What's gonna happen? He is. He will never do it again. This is the eighteenth. This is the eighteenth game he had played. Yeah. He is no longer a rookie. Yeah. He is rookie by title only. Yeah. He is no longer a rookie player. This is. This was just a literal little league. Fundal, fundamental yeah. mistake. Do you think he had his head down? He did not see what he was going to hit. Yeah, he whiffed. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 that's all I got. I mean, I'm glad I'm not an Orleans fan. No, like, I'm I so glad. Lost I mean, it would have it would have been awful. Speaking did of, you see the lo- guy, the Steelers fan by chance. Was I didn't he see the Steelers fan. I thought he was a New Orleans fan. 
Which one? The which TV? Video? Oh, yeah. That was a New Orleans fan for sure. He punched his 65-inch TV and then threw it off his apartment. Threw balcony. Yeah. Oh, my god. For gosh. sure. What Took it idiot. off and just what chucked it over the balcony. I'm now, did you see the mad. Steelers fan? I did not. Okay. We won't talk about that one, but it's funny. I will. As I a will, Bengals fan, you'll appreciate that I will look it up one. later and enjoy it. Uh, all right. Last, last comment on the Vikings-Saints game. Who's, who's really more at fault? The the guy, Williams, I'm pretty sure that's his last name. Right. Or Sean Payton for not calling a better defensive play where you have guys it's on the sideline and you have somebody spying in the back kind of playing uh, like a cover two. I it, It's the player. The player was in a in a perfect position. Yeah. Like, he, he, he was... Perfectly yeah. there. Yeah. All he has to do is tackle him inbounds. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You had you had one job to do. Yeah. You know, tackle him inbounds. Like I said, this is something that should have been going through his head. Let him catch it. Let him come down, and then just tackle him, tackle him inbounds. Yeah. Like, it, it's literally that simple. I think everyone's trying to overanalyze this. Well, he's trying to avoid pass interference. He's trying to avoid that. No, this is. As simple as it gets, let him catch it, let him come down, tackle him in bounds, yeah. game over. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's move on. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Sunday. I mean, just this is it's a sad moment because we're really nearing the end. Yes. We have two. We have two relevant weeks left of football. Right. Uh, <laughs> conference championships uh, and then the Super Bowl, obviously. Um, so I've I've been kind of researching a little bit more into the the gambling aspect <laughs> of the NFL point spreads and different things like that. So uh, I'm just looking at the most current game lines right now. You've got New England uh, giving up nine points. Nine points. Yeah. So if Give you if you were a betting man, Give me the points. You would take the Jags and nine points. Give me the Jags and the points. Now why I. I actually agree with you because I think that I think the Jags are going to give New England something that they're not really ready for. I Belichick's going to get everybody ready, but I think the speed of the Jacksonville defense and this is crazy. Yes, we're talking we're about the Jags. Talking people. about Jacksonville Jaguars, the laughing stock for the longest time of the AFC South. Yes. Which the Colts now hold that position of laughing stock, but anyways, <laughs> we'll move on. Low blow. Um, yeah, I I think if they can get into Brady's head, if they can rush Brady, if they can hit Brady a few times, I think they have a legit chance of winning the game. Not just the nine points, but winning the game. Now, don't get me wrong. I I still think the Patriots are going to win. They're at Foxborough. You know, it's Tom Brady. It's Bill Belichick. Don't get me wrong. But to say that the Patriots are going to win by more... By 10 points. By, by 10 points, that I'm sorry, against arguably one of the best defense, if not the best defense, all year. Yeah. Been the best defense all year. I'm yeah. sorry. That, that's just not going to happen. And I, I've seen the Patriots struggle enough on offense. Like, well, didn't I, the Bills beat them twice? Probably. I'm pretty sure the Bills beat them twice. That's a very Buffalo Billsy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it is very Buffalo Bills. Um, I, but yeah, give me the nine if, points. If, in if the Leonard Fournette is not 100, percent then I'm struggling thinking that Jags have even a shot. 
But if Fournette is 100%, New England's defense is nothing special. No. So. They they, they try to out-scheme you. They're not gonna. They're not beating you with the athletes they have. They're yeah. just gonna out, try to out scheme you. But right. yeah, give me the nine points. All right. Well, let's let's just let's just. No, no, no you're not gonna. Yeah. What's, no, 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 what's no, no, the no. line? All right. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, what is the uh, what is the uh, the score you think? Of We're, Jacksonville, New England. Yeah, we've we've not really done a great job of uh, keeping track of what. Yeah. Although I do believe both of us said the Pats, the Pats would be in the Super Bowl. You about went Boston on you. I did. <laughs> I did. Pats. I wasn't even thinking about it. All right, what do you think the score is? Pats, what to uh, the... Let's, I'm going to say, uh, let's go 24-17, Pats. Dude, I think... Yeah, I think... Dead air. I think I like 24, but I'm going to go with to 10. 24-10? So I, you're going to lay the points and yeah, take the Pats? I think so. I think so. Sketchy. All that all that big talk that I just had about yeah. the, the Jags potentially being able to win, which I think we're all going to be rooting for the Jags. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, moving on to uh, Vikings-Eagles and Philadelphia. Tell me the Vikings are the favorite. The Please Vikings tell me. are the favorite by three and a half points. Keep doubting the Eagles, everybody. Keep doubting them. Yeah. Give me my Eagles. I'll take the points and the Eagles. Give me the underdogs in both games. Yeah. You know, I think, again, Case Keenum is not like a stellar quarterback. New England's defense, or uh, Philadelphia's defense is pretty stout, pretty uh, pretty aggressive. Uh, in Philly, you know, it's weird to say that the Vikings uh, might be uncomfortable outside in the winter now that they have this new Superdome that they've mm-hmm. got built. Um, you know, again, this is a perennial just outside team. Actually, they, they, they've always kind of been inside. Anyways... Uh, could be cold, dude. I don't know. I know you're not going to bet against your team. Um, I'm a realist though. Like, like if I'm a realist, if you told me that spread, like the Eagles were favored, I probably might have taken the Vikings yeah. as a gambler. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'm not. But I just I think the Eagles have a chance to win it outright. Remind me of your coach's name again. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I mean, I think Doug Peterson did a phenomenal job game planning against Atlanta, uh, knowing exactly Atlanta's uh, strengths and taking them away, and knowing uh, for the Eagles offensively what their strengths were and maximizing mm-hmm. that. And so now he had two weeks kind of right. to prepare, um, and you didn't necessarily know which team was going to do what, but I do think that. He, he seems to be a pretty phenomenal coach. Yeah, and my thing is, he, he full struggled early in the game against Atlanta, and they, they found like the these type of plays where you hear a bunch now, it's called R, RPOs, run-pass options. Yeah. And I think he, Foles settled in and got comfortable with those, was making good plays, and I think that and it may change. It might be a different set of plays that right. he gets comfortable with against against the Vikings. But I just think there's something about momentum and this mentality of, you know, constantly being the underdog. And you went 13-3. and You have a great defense. Your special teams is really good. But yet you're still getting doubted. And especially the defense takes it it to heart. And, yeah, I'll, I'll... 
as yeah. as not an Eagles fan. Like, right. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm I'm cheering for them. Uh, they're kind of the flavor of the month for me right now. <laughs> but I would struggle as a fan going, man, like, I hate to see them win the Super Bowl without Wentz being their quarterback. I got, and, and I, dude, you're <laughs> going to take it whatever way you can get it. No, I understand where you're coming from on that, so go ahead. No, I, I, I think that's where I'm starting to find this evolution of being a, a, an individual fan. Like, like liking the individual versus the team uh, in some circumstances. And so, like, I feel like a Carson Wentz-led Philadelphia team is far more enjoyable for me to watch. Now, and that's not saying anything against Nick Foles, but I don't know, man. He got you this far. Right. I mean, I know Foles won the game. It just feels, it feels, I don't know, it feels hurts a little bit like yeah so kind of a, a comparison just a little bit because this actually quarterback actually came back so that year drew bledsoe got hurt yeah and tom brady tom brady went that the rest of that season yeah got him to the playoffs yeah and brady actually got hurt for the afc championship game drew bledsoe actually came back and played in that game and won him the game in the afc championship so the the big conversation was well are they going to play Bledsoe in the right. Super Bowl? Right. And it was no question whatsoever. They were playing Tom Brady in, right. in that Super Bowl. So I, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. like, Wentz got him there, but I think Foles is totally capable. Now, full disclosure, at the beginning of these playoffs, I said the Eagles are good enough to make the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. They are not – I did not think they were good enough to win the Super Bowl. So an Eagles Jags Super Bowl could be very intriguing from a no one would watch from a defensive. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. You're probably right. I would. We'll, I'd be their number one fan. We'll have some. We'll have something to talk about in a week uh, after I can't all wait. of these conference. I'm gonna be so ridiculously pumped. I think that for our, our listeners, they they need a little bit of video from you during happen. the game. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I won't. I won't remember it. I'll have to mention something to the wife. I, I will mention it to your wife. Maybe we can get she a little will. Facebook live. Especially if it gets close. If it gets oh close, my gosh, I want. Yeah, see. I want a video of you and Hoosier pacing. It could happen. It would be awesome. It would be. Yeah, we'll post it. So we'll post it to the, the Facebook and the Twitter feed, so, and it'll be good. So the NFL is not the only professional sports going on right now. The NBA is also taking place, and uh, last night, uh, Monday night, uh, some craziness ensued. Uh, Paul or Chris Paul came back to LA uh, as a Rocket playing against the Clippers, and. You know, we've kind of had a couple stories of these players coming back and kind of having this welcome. Paul George came back to Indianapolis and was booed. Uh, you know, my favorite image of that booing was a guy. Harshly. Yeah, booed. but my favorite was a guy wearing a Paul George jersey and booing, booing him, which just <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, Kyrie coming back to Cleveland. Um, they had open arms with him. Yeah, though. Isaiah going back to Boston. Yeah, same thing. But this Chris Paul thing coming back to L.A. was yeah, rough. Yeah, and it was ugly. It was, if you have not watched any highlights of the game first, let me just say you need to watch uh, just some of the stuff that took place uh, between uh, uh, Blake, Griffin. Uh, Blake Griffin and uh, in Houston. Uh, you also need to then, uh, after we t- we're going to tell you this, like uh, Paul uh, Chris Paul, 
Ariza and somebody. I think it was Harden, maybe even. I can't imagine. It might have been a third, a third character. Yeah. Snuck into the Clippers' uh, dressing room to assault Austin Rivers. Yeah, he, they were looking. He was for injured. Him. Yeah, he wasn't even playing that night. But he was on the bench, mouthing off like. Yeah. I, I he's a Duke guy. I liked him for one year. Now I really <laughs> could care less. Um, but you gotta watch Charles Barkley and Shaq. Have you seen this? I haven't seen. I like. I saw. I saw it without the sound. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that's on my to do list when I get home. All right, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> I, I I you know I think there's there's something about that picture that kind of maybe takes people, especially in this part of the country, back to the malice in the palace. Yeah. Um, I actually think this is good for the NBA. Oh yeah, it Any... just continues to create storylines. Yes, storylines. That's creates all. Creates intrigue, drama. Yes, and it's going to carry it now. I don't think the Clippers are going to make the playoffs by any stretch, so it may not right. boil over into the playoffs. But it's just, yeah, they they those two teams don't like each other in general, right? Uh, but I think a lot of guys were saying this comes back to Chris Paul and how some of those Clippers guys don't really have that whole lot of respect for Chris Paul, right? And, or Chris Paul doesn't have respect for those yeah. guys. It's like you know, it's interesting that sorry, I didn't know. No, you you're off. good. Uh, I was listening to Dockage today, going full circle back to him. He called he called Chris Paul out and said, you know, this nice guy act that he has on these commercials yep. is not him at all. Oh yeah, yeah he's he really is a, a big scallywag. He is a fierce competitor, probably like Kobe Bryant esque competitor. Yeah, like he wants to win that bad. But like when he's on a basketball court, man. Yeah. Like he. Georgia Tech, right? Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Dang it. All right. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. He's a Wake guy, so I'm sure you you love him for that. Other other NBA. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean Wake Forest, <laughs> the Deacons. Uh, other NBA stuff going on. Cleveland is on a dump right now. Yeah, and I couldn't be happier. Me I hate, too. I hate the Cavs. I do too. It's just uh, can't stand LeBron. Uh, watched him get posterized by Kevin Durant last night. Which oh, is so- he didn't even get posterized. He didn't want nothing to do with Kevin which Durant is weird, on that Because you figure, like he. Now I will, I will defend him on this. Like he's smart enough to realize, like to know when he's not going to be able to block a guy. Yeah. So if you're not going to be able to block him, that means you're probably going to foul him. Right. So it doesn't do you any good. So I'll defend him on, the, yeah. on that part of it. Pacers are keeping things relevant. Yeah, Old Depot's back from injury, and they're they're on a four game winning streak, five out of the last six. Uh, yeah, huge win uh, a week ago against Milwaukee. I know they lost Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Ooh, <laughs> the good land. Oh my gosh! If anybody knows what that reference is, don't say it. I won't. If anybody knows what that reference is, send Matt or me a text. And I will buy you. Uh, I will buy you Dairy Queen. Right on. If anybody knows what that reference is from, that's awesome. oh my gosh, I love it. Um, <laughs> but and, no, the 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 marquee win right here it had to be against the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. Get down twenty two points <laughs> early in the game, and then it came down to it came down to Lance Lance, Lance, Lance. dancing, Lance the dance. Oh my right? gosh. He just like the, I. I don't think there's too many people that can get in LeBron's head. Actually, there's probably no one other than Lance Stevenson. Yes. And whether LeBron admits it or not, he does. He'll Lance never, Stevenson, he'll never admit he'll it. He'll never admit it. But Lance Stevenson gets in LeBron's head. He doesn't like him. And he, he just, because he's like he's like that little brother you, did, you never wanted. 
Like he's just yeah. he, he's just a pest. He's like yeah. a little gnat. You swat at him, yeah. and you think you got him, but there he is. You know, two seconds later, up in your face. Yeah. So it, it came down it. to you know Lance making plays, and then LeBron stepping, stepping out, out of, of bounds. bounds. Oh, that uh, was so great. <laughs> now I will give LeBron credit. I think the next day he tweeted out, "Hey." I watched the replay a couple times. It does look like I stepped out of bounds. It was a great call. So I will fair. give That's I will fair. give him credit That's where fair. credit is due. That's fair. But that that was awesome. But now I mean they just went on a road trip. Uh, beat Phoenix on Sunday. Yep. Beat uh, Utah last night. Yep. Uh, so they're off to a good start on the road trip. Yep. I mean, the, yeah, the they've got to awesome. win. They've got to win games, especially the games that they're supposed to win. Yes. Um, because they want to stay relevant in the East. Uh, I mean, really, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Boston seems to have a lot. We're not even halfway. I'm going to sneeze. Whoa! I don't know what to do with this. We've never had a sneeze on the podcast. Uh, just, just let it go, man. It's all right. <sighs> you I spoke, I, that's why I, well, I spoke right. about it, and it, and it went away. Anyways, okay. uh, yeah, we're not even into All-Star break yet, but yeah, we're, we're too early. We're too early to talk about that. Anyways. On to so, the important stuff. The road... Hashtag, hashtag, the road, not even the road, dang it. Hashtag road to infinity war. So we're on, we're technically on week three. Yep. All right, so we've done Iron Man. Yep. And we've done Incredible Hulk, yep. the Ed Norton yep. Incredible Hulk. Just forget about the Eric Bana one. Forget. Just forget about that one. But we're, so we're two weeks Two weeks in, so if, if you're following along with us, you should have watched those two at least. Yep. You need to watch Iron Man 2 is next on the list. Yep. I'm okay, an so overachiever. So I'm there. You're already there. I'll probably wait till this weekend to watch it. But looking back at them, I, I always go back to, you know, the original Iron Man is my favorite. I think it yeah. just solidified it again. Yeah. Now, the bad guy in it is probably not... You know what you want. You know based on what you've already seen. You know, kind of going back. You know, yeah, hindsight. but you kind of need. You kind of need their that. origin you stories. You kind of need that guy. Yeah, I mean their origin stories, and Iron Man's is still the best. You know, my favorite part is you know that, you know, fifteen twenty minute uh, span there where he's actually building yeah. the suit. Yeah. Not not the crap one in the in the not cave the one in the, the desert, cave, right? <laughs> but you know the 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 good one, right? So that, that's still one of my favorite parts uh, going through that. But the one I want to talk about a little more is the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So the Ed Norton one, yep. I was very sad when they announced that Ed Norton would not return as the Hulk. It was some contract dispute or something like yeah. that. I was really sad. But then watching Mark Ruffalo and he has done a great he's done job. A, a tremendous he's done a job. great job with what they've turned the Hulk into. Correct. Now, that brings me back to Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So Ed Norton's depiction or, uh, you know, that movie's depiction of the Hulk is actually more like what the Hulk is. Like, he is these, like, it is a very Jekyll and Hyde yeah. type character. And when he turns into the Hulk, he is just this destructive force right. that cannot be right. contained right. or controlled. He's not this, you know, lovable, you know, hero. Right. He's almost... You know, in, in this Incredible Hulk one, he's almost an anti-hero. Right. Like, he, he causes so much destruction. He, you know, he basically tears up New York well, City. Right. He loses that total co control. Yeah, this college campus and stuff like that. But at the same time, he's the guy that you need to, you know, save the day at the end of it. So it's that's weird. what I really loved about the Incredible Hulk going back and watching it. It's weird because, you know, 
it's not, it does not seem or feel like a Marvel movie. I, and you and I had this conversation after I watched it. Um, honestly, I don't think if, if you didn't know Hulk was Marvel and if you didn't see, if you didn't watch the end scene with Tony Stark coming in and talking to the general, yeah. you would not know that this is coming out of the Marvel universe because there's really nothing about it that screams I mean like even even Tony Stark you know just there's there's that feel yeah and, and don't get me wrong they dropped those subtle hints you know about Captain America you know the super the super soldiers and okay. you know they've put it on ice and they I must dropped, have missed that I must have they, missed that they dropped those little you know shield references and you know Stark Enterprise you see Stark's logo from yeah. time to time but if you didn't catch those, like right. you said, I mean, it doesn't really have that feel to it. It's almost like a, I don't know, like an action thriller yeah. and, until he turns into the Hulk. So you know? maybe I've got maybe an unanswerable question for you. What happened to Stan Lee after he drank that juice? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, that is an unanswerable question. Because the, the Hulk blood is, is supposedly on... Oh, he got gamma poisoning. That's what happened. I remember them mentioning that in the movie. He, okay. ju- he just got the, like a gamma poisoning, probably just went to the hospital and okay. got okay. it checked out. But okay. yeah, good old Stanley. Lee. Okay. Gotta love it. I do, I do appreciate most of his cameos. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Is there any way you could cast anybody other than Robert Downey Jr. as no. Iron Man? No. No. Like, I... I I can't. I cannot think of anyone that would play a better Robert or I'm sorry, better <laughs> Yeah, there's I no one who can play the Robert Downey Jr. A better Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Like Let me, I know that's hard it's really hard because he's played it so many times in so many movies right, now. Right. But even when I saw Iron Man for the very first time, I was like, Man, this is that that was the role he was born to. Do play. you ever feel like uh crossing generations here or plot platforms you feel like he could have ever been a good batman Ooh. Oh, or do you man. feel like he's not i don't think he's serious dark enough. enough i think he can be serious enough as an actor but i don't think he's dark enough yeah i think i, I feel like my, michael keaton is still my favorite batman yeah, I can't get over Christian Bale. I mean, the the voice is kind of too much, and that might be enough right. to to make Keaton better. Um, all right, let's let's just let's stay with let's but, stay with Marvel. Yes, let's stay so with Marvel. those are the two you were through. We're on to Iron Man two, and like this whole Road to Infinity War thing is all, is really about all these the cutscenes, the yeah. mid mid credits yeah. scenes after Iron Man. It was the first time you got to see. Uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Which I forgot about that. That's at the very, very end yeah, of the credits. I forgot about doing that. I did do that with Iron Man 2. Okay. So it, it's all, it, it all leads up. And, and I, I was thinking about this, I, I don't know in what context, but I was thinking about like at what point, like how far ahead were they thinking? Obviously they were thinking about Avengers at that point. Yeah. But were they thinking beyond Avengers at right. that point? Like... How much did they want to show in these cutscenes? So was there a cutscene after Hulk? Yes, there is a cutscene after that. Well, no. So the Tony Stark one, I think, is the only okay. one. Now, okay. So you need to go back and watch Incredible Hulk. So, or 
if you have the Blu-ray or like there's one with extra scenes, deleted okay. scenes, there's an alternate opening. Okay. To Incredible Hulk. Okay. Okay. He's out up in the Arctic or something like that. Okay. And he. So I'm gonna get real nerdy. Please. I'm gonna get really really nerdy right now. So in the first Avengers, Mark Ruffalo's character as the Hulk uh-huh. makes reference to like. Uh, he got really low, basically depressed. Uh-huh. And he tried to, he basically tried to kill himself. He tried right. to commit suicide. He said he put a gun, he put a gun in his mouth, pulled the trigger, but the other guy swallowed it <laughs> or spit it, spit it right back out. Okay. Talking about, you know, the Hulk. And you, you really, unless you watched the alternate opening yeah, I'm not. of this, the yeah. Incredible Hulk that you have pulled up, it shows him in that moment. He had a, he had a, had a gun, he turned into Hulk, got, Hulk didn't want any Man, part of yeah. it, yeah, you know, puny banner, you know, right. doing all that stuff, but he, he kind of hulks out, and he causes like an avalanche in the snow of right. a glacier, and if you catch in the bottom left hand corner, as the ice is cracking up and starts going towards the camera, a piece of ice comes up, and it shows, you can see actually Captain America in the ice, Huh? it's really cool. Right. I would have never known about it unless I read about it online. Well, more but, more nerdier nerds out yes. there. Yes, so I don't have it, so I'm gonna need to come over to your house sometime and watch it. Yes, absolutely. I, I am very intrigued by it. I actually, I love, love little Easter eggs like that inside these Marvel movies. Yes. There's an Easter egg inside uh, the first Iron Man as well. So if you remember the scene where he just gets back from the desert the yep. first time as Iron Man. Right. And there's he's struggling to get the Iron Man suit off. Pepper Potts comes right. down. Right. What are you doing? So there's right. a scene there where if you look in the back on Tony's table, there's an unfinished Captain America shield. Yes. On the table. Do you know remember that one? Well, it's in the second one. Yes, and they actually, that, that's what's nice about Iron Man 2 is they kind of make light of it. Right. Like, it got so much publicity as an Easter egg right. in the original Iron Man, they basically made fun of it. Which I loved. It, it was great. It was a great Easter it. egg. Yeah. And it was a great, you know, you know homage. Yeah. Coulson really does a great job yes. of kind of making you go, I know you haven't seen it yet again, but <coughs> going like, oh. Do you know what this is? Yeah, and then he's like, yeah. Put it right there. To, I love it. Let me uh, let me ask this: What what movie? You know, so you're two in. What movie are you most looking forward to watching again? Oh man, that is a really good question. I honestly, I think it's Winter Soldier. Okay, Winter Soldier is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I've kind of dabbled in some other ones. I've I've watched Civil War again here recently. Yeah, Avengers two and Avengers one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've watched collaborations. I've yeah. watched those. But Winter Soldier was one of my favorite. Like yeah. that that one was really good. And then over Christmas I got Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, yeah. and uh, there was a third one I got and I can't remember now. That's all right. But so I'm gonna get to watch Ant Man for the first time. Oh, you've not I've seen not it. seen Ant Man. Okay. So that that'll be really good. So I'll get to see that for the first time. Oh, and Spider Man Homecoming. I've not seen Spider Man yet. That is a good one. So I'm pumped. I'm I'm actually gonna wait. To watch it until it comes up to that week. That was actually Jess's favorite Marvel movie so far, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to watching Thor again. I don't remember that; it's been such a long time. I remember the first time I watched it, and, and the crazy part about Thor is, 
Like, it is the one movie you needed to watch right. before Avengers. Right. Like, if there was only one... There's five movies before Avengers. If there was only one you watched to really understand Avengers, right. Thor would have been it. Right. So that's kind of the crazy part. But I also felt like it was kind of, it was kind of like cheesy, almost a little over-the-top-ish for right. me the first time I watched it. But right. going back, I may feel differently right. about it. But, cool. yeah, I, this is... I could pod about yeah. Well, Marvel we, movies. We will continue to do this. I think this is a uh, an addition that will last us all the way until the summer. So yeah, this will go all the way till May. So May, uh, which, sorry, I'm buttoning in again, but it, it is really even though Disney owns the right to Star Wars, it's really funny that basically the biggest movie Marvel has put out, you know, to date, like the culmination of ten years, right. is actually on May the fourth. True, and not and not a solo. May the fourth be with you. Yeah, that's that is intriguing. I thought it was really funny, but yeah. Well, we still have to. Uh, I I want to watch Last Jedi again before we have a conversation about it because I am curious on your thoughts. There was a lot of backlash, a lot of fandom. I mean, like yeah. it was really kind of polarizing what people felt about it. So, uh, looking forward to hearing more from you on that. Um, hey, if you guys are listening and we are watching. Road to Infinity War uh, alongside of us. Let us know, man. Let us know your thoughts. If you see anything funny in there, uh, you know, tweet us, tweet at us, uh, Facebook us. Let us know. Um, you know, like one of the most interesting quotes I thought from the first Iron Man movie was the guy as he was dying. You know, he said, "Don't waste your life." And what a great quote to anything going on. And I asked you the question. Uh, you know, do you think Tony Stark? would say he's wasted it or not. And well, I think, I, I, yeah. I think Iron Man 2. I'm curious what your thoughts will be uh, with Iron Man 2 when you get done watching that. I'm pumped about it. Like I said, it'll probably be like Saturday okay. before I get to it. But I'm super You got a pumped. lot of basketball on Saturday. Yeah, that's all right. I'll find maybe, maybe gear up before. I might have to wake up in the morning and do it. Wake we'll up in the morning. Yeah, it's know. tough, man. Saturdays are tough. When you and what's great kids. is Jess, Jess wants to keep watching the movies with me too. Yeah. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, like how my parents like collected Disney movies for my kids. I'm collecting <laughs> Marvel movies yeah. for my kids, and we're, uh. I'm really struggling. Uh, you know, we'll keep beating the Iron Man horse, but like my daughter wants to watch it so bad, <laughs> and I I just don't know. I just don't. It's know. tough. I let her watch some of the Star Wars stuff. I won't let her watch Last Jedi. Uh, you know, we both enjoy listening to Bill Simmons. And he is horrible. He's a horrible parent when he lets his kids watch. Some of those he's horror, got, the horror yeah, movies. Yeah, he's got like yeah. a nine-year-old that's watched like all the Purge movies. And, and he, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. We won't, we won't go on to that. Um, Matt, you got anything else before we uh, sign off? Oh, uh, I know we'll probably cover this on the next pod, but it's not on the schedule. But the senior versus staff basketball game Ooh. is next Next Wednesday, the 24th, so if you're not doing anything, they're taking donations, uh, I believe, to Too help. bad you're playing in it. Yeah, I know. Because that would be fun. Broadcast that it. would be a fun broadcast. It would be. I might see what I can do. Yeah, grab grab a student or something to help you out. Oh, good That'd idea. Be, yeah. We'll, we'll, all right, we'll look into that. It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but get there. I think it starts at maybe like 6.30. Uh, it's Next a lot Wednesday of fun. Night. It, it, it help. Like I said, all all the proceeds, anything they get from that, I, I I'm not sure on where it goes, but it does go to a good cause, whether it's post prom or um, 
uh, might be the Cancer Society or something like that. Awesome. It, it, it'll be fun. No, that's fun. a great plug. Uh, that's a great plug. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, peace out. Peace.